Back to the Beat. Bulls Beat continues with Derek Sharp. A lot happening, as you know. We covered all for you here on Bulls Beat. Today is actually National Signing Day for Women's Lacrosse, so we can finally give you some actual names for Mitty McCord's future players. They'll be starting their first couple of years on that Corbett Soccer Stadium field before they get into the on-campus stadium. Oh, yeah, the indoor performance facility. I am definitely going to try and sneak in there this week. In and around what we've got going on, we've got Warren I-4 in volleyball tonight. And prepare yourselves for a possible loss at UCF is just that good. One of the top 25 teams in the country. Only one loss all year long, and they are led by a player that at times seems unstoppable, McKenna Melville. The Bulls, meanwhile, recently with two wins in a row, they'll be playing their third match in a row at the Engling Center. That's one of the fun things we did on Sunday. Hopefully you saw me on Twitter kind of put out a video of the transition from volleyball court to basketball court. The good thing is the basketball court just stays there, and they lay the TerraFlex volleyball surface down on top of it. If you, like me, kind of have access to the bowels of the Yingling Center, you can see these big cylinders with court wrapped around them, and then the folks just get out there and unwrap them and wrap them back up, and that's where we'll be tonight with the volleyball surface. Bulls 9-15 and 15 overall. If you look at the conference standings, not too long ago the Bulls were in last place. Technically, they're actually in ninth out of 11 teams because the 3-9 and nine record, while a couple other squads are 3-11. and 11. Again, it does not look like the Bulls are going to be able to make up those two home matches to Tulsa and Wichita State. But really, they are within striking distance of Cincinnati, the team that they'll be playing on Friday night. And Cincinnati right now is in the sixth spot, so the Bulls could end up as high as sixth, and that would be really a pretty good accomplishment. We didn't talk much about volleyball on Monday's show. We gave you some of the highlights, but a couple of things from the weekend. Again, Jolene Shepherdson trying to get the right combination out there. You have players that were in the starting lineup, kind of not playing as much right now. It is a testament to the depth of the team. They have brought more into the middle. Yasmin Shaw, a six foot three middle blocker from Brazil. That's with an injury, a leg injury to Amiri Hendricks Walker. Maria Andrade, who has had issues with errors. She is also a freshman from Brazil. Kind of set out for a little bit, saw limited time, but she has gotten back into the mix. Amanda DeWitt has been tremendous, a second-year player from Jupiter, along with, of course, leader Marta Svitkovic. Michaela Washington's return has been huge for the team. She hasn't played full-time just because, you know, coming off an ACL, you can see that. But again, the Bulls have many options. Also, Emma Santi, a true freshman from Ocala, has gotten more time as a defensive specialist, along with, of course, CeCe Clausen. We'll talk more about the team, of course, tonight. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock and anticipating a great crowd for that one. The Bulls, after this match, have five remaining in their season, including Friday night at home against Cincinnati. Now, that'll be back over in the corral because, well, women's basketball is playing at 6 o'clock in the Yingling Center. And because of that, I'll go over and watch some volleyball, but we're not going to be able to broadcast it for you. We'll go ahead and tell you that on Friday night it will be a doubleheader, a little bit different on our coverage side of things because the women are playing FAMU at 6 and the men are playing at Auburn at 8. There will be no men's pregame show. At least it will be very condensed, but you can hear all the basketball action on USF Bulls Unlimited. So it's another doubleheader, although one team's in Alabama. On Monday night, everyone was at the Yingling Center, and it was fun, man. You heard about the freshmen. We'll get there in a second, but the veterans including a newcomer for the bulls started things going strong in the first quarter they're really trying to go with chinecki and dulcie right now go figure and first drive to the hoop by dulcie is a bucket 
you know what, Derek, two times Dulcie's caught the ball, two times she's squared up, she's been outside the lane, she's squared up, taken a power dribble or two and gone hard to the hoop and hit them. Sammy Priestess usually from the perimeter but drives underneath, a little reverse layup action there at 6-4 Bulls. Uh, good to see her smooth off the lane, right, a hesitation from the right side lane, dribbling under, using the rim to protect herself from a little bit taller player up with the right hand, up and under. They're going to run their Rio play, I'm sure that stands for Rio de, de Janeiro or rhymes with shoot a 3-0. Shinecki about to find <laughs> out. No, she's going to drive, and you know, she's probably visited Brazil. She visited the lane there, and it's eight to four bowls. Uh, picks up where she left off. Smooth, smooth, smooth player. Great basketball skill, right? Great basketball knowledge. Took her player. She's got a tremendous first step. It's deceiving. It's got a hesitation involved, and then she just blows right by her defender. Of course, Chinecki, the preseason conference player of the year, I think a legit All-American candidate if she keeps going on the path she's on right now. Dulcie Fankamengiadu looking strong in the middle. And Sammy Puisis, all she does is shoot threes, right? No, not on this night. Check out this trio of hoops to start off the second quarter for the player who led Florida State each of the last three years in made threes. And incidentally, after the second one, you can hear the old Jose Fernandez in the background saying, got it, meaning he could see that she's going to get an open shot ahead of time and knock it down, which she did. Puisis back out there, pulls up from the baseline. That was a sweet-looking 15-foot jump shot, 20-8. to eight. A nice pull break, great follow through. Quick release when she pulls up. Again, when she's open and she misses, it's like newsflash. It just doesn't <laughs> happen. Sammy Puisis off a nice screen by Danny, and she goes from the right side for 15-footer and the left side, and she is electrifying right now. It's 22 to 8. And her ball's got great spin on it, right? She, when she releases it, it's quick, and it's got great backspin, so she gives it a shot every shot. Dulcie underneath with Danny, Ariel Wilson running the point, and then you got Arno and Puisis off the screen, left side again, catch and shoot, and knock it down, Sammy Puisis. You know, I had this whole Pui for three thing dialed up. She is knocking down mid-range like you wouldn't believe right now, five for seven from the floor. And you she squares up so well, right? She catches and she squares up and releases quickly, but importantly, she squares up really quickly, and she squares up well. She did not have a game all last season where she made more than two threes. She started off with five of them, including three in a row, as you heard, part of a 22-0 run to end the first half against just an undermanned kind of work-in-progress team for Moorhead State. It was 40-8. to Oh, a little oh, curl luck. pass to Danny, and little fight there to lay it up and in. Nice work by Wilson for her sixth assist already, and Moorhead State needs more time to talk about it. It's 26 to eight. Gary Wilson bounced on the curl by Arno, and that was an instant recognition. And I'm telling you, the vision of Ariel Wilson is new levels of innovation. Now, Lynn on oh. her, Chinecki's gonna fade away practically and knock in a three. Very impressive shot, it's 34-8. You know what I like about Chinecki, love about her? She makes that, a pull-up jumper in the face of her defender, just kind of jogs back, just sit serious as can be, get ready for defense. Long off the rim, Johansson comes in and grabs the board. Asensio wants to run, Arno calls for it, drive the hoop, that's gotta go down, it does. Arno gets on the board for the second time, and it's 36 to eight. Nice oh, drive and pass. look by Asensio. Arno fakes the three, wants to drive in, back over to the left side to Asensio for an open three, and that's a long two, but still a nice looking shot and good selflessness by the freshman there. It's 38 to eight. You know, there are four freshmen on the floor right now with Chinecki, who's the senior, and they look like they've been playing together forever. So really just a two guard alignment. But let me stress that Brito can just pop right out and play the three easily. Yeah, so Coach Hernandez just told her, okay, you're three, 
And she like is. Ooh, that free throw looks good, doesn't she, it? She can play anywhere from the one to the four. Arnio with a. She just looks so athletic. Look at her three free throw. Watch she this. makes it 39 Ooh. to 8. Did you like that one too? Yes, it's so smooth. Swish. That, and she, she looks, I'm telling you right now, athletically wise, she looks like she could be a pro already. Of course, she has all this international experience with Finland. 40 to 8, a 22 to nothing run at halftime. Then in the third quarter, and of course in the second half, the freshmen would start to insert themselves. We told you that Carla Brito was a tremendous player. She had some highlight reel stuff. And oh yeah, Daniela Gonzalez, whereas Brito started at the four but really can play all over the floor. Gonzalez, remind you of somebody, it's a good reminder. Jeanette Arneo playing the wing role, Marina. Asensio looking good as a backup point guard to Ariel Wilson, who incidentally was tremendous with seven assists. It was an all-around effort, but here are some of the freshman highlights. You know, there are four freshmen on the floor right now with Chineke, who's the senior, and they look like they've been playing together forever. And that's something that the Bulls are certainly going to have some interesting rotations to figure yes. out as far as size underneath. Uh, Daniela Gonzalez is a freshman, six foot, and you just heard him say Danny, so I think that's what we're about to see at oh, the fourth spot. Excited to see Daniela Gonzalez. So for yep. our, our listeners, Derek, when I saw her in practice, oh, she can jump. She plays great defense. And I talked to Coach Baxter about her. And I said, you know, she kind of reminds me of Betty Menunga. And she said, she's got an even better motor than Betty Menunga. She, Betty Menunga had a motor. She looks like a power forward more than the other two that have played that spot so far tonight. And it's Asensio with the basketball. Over to Gonzalez. Flash by Arnio. Oh. Gonzalez with the move. And a nice little move to the basket. She avoids the charge and scoops it up. That was sweet. It's a 40-point margin. Flies in for the rebound and gets fouled. She'll go to the line. Nice effort there. See how high she jumped there? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Uh -huh. Does that remind you of anybody? It does. One of my favorite players of all time, Betty Brito. Yep. Freshman everywhere you turn right now. Absolutely. Brito, oh, oh one-handed pass to Daniela, oh. and she misses the layup. Emma with the rebound, and she puts it up and in. But what a nice assist. Uh, Gone awry. <laughs> The freshmen all looking like they're capable of scoring for the Bulls. That's is. good to see. Nice pass by Asensio Brito. Oh, too no. far underneath the basket. Lost her bearings, but runs down. The rebound. Shoots up a three and knocks it down. Carta Brito gave it a little fist pump there. She didn't like that first miss. So she got an extra point out of the trip, and it's 80 to 33. Well, you know, when you miss a two, it's good to get your own rebound. So you shot a two, you got a rebound, and you made a three. Johansson tries to stop Rose, gets her hand straight up. Good defense there and gets the board. She hardly had to move to get the board. Oh, good pass. Bulls looks to run with Brito. She wants to do something. Oh, a shake and bake move there, and she scores. 85 to 35. She showed it, brought it back around the player, and laid it in. We said she was spectacular. If you didn't know by now, that would uh, sort of drive the point home. That gave you an idea of what was going on in the 87 to 40 win. Sammy Puisis, a career-high 20 points. Carla Brito, you just heard her, 14 with six boards. Elena Chinecki with 15 points, including a couple of threes. Wilson, no points but seven assists. That's all she's going to need to do this year, although she can shoot the three when necessary. Arneo had eight. Hansen with nine, along with six rebounds. It is a fun group to watch, even Daniela Gonzalez, five and five. The Bulls only had nine healthy players. Again, we'll talk more on them on Friday's show as they play FAMU. Now the men, we'll do even more extended highlights of this game on our Unlimited Unloaded page, but long story short, 
Bulls were bit by an old bugaboo, free throw shooting, 9 of 19. They hit their free throws in that exhibition game against UT, or they probably would have lost that one. Well, they did lose this one to Southeast Missouri. Grinded out first half, 30 apiece, but then the Bulls really ramped up the defense. Moving broadcast right to left, and the Bulls, of course, will pick up in the man-to-man. We had six ties and five lead changes in the first half. Russell, cross-court pass to Smart. Ball fake, pulls up, got it partially blocked by Keyshawn Bryant. Volleyball's off another guy, picked up by Philip Russell, and he misses that jump shot, and Keyshawn Bryant had it knocked out of his hands, and the Bulls finally secure the basketball. Keyshawn Bryant did not play a whole lot in that first half. Tevin Goins is guarding Harris, gets a screen. Now he stops and pops at 17 feet. Got it to go. Two for eight on the floor, and Tyler Harris got his feet set, elevated, and drained it. Sometimes it just take, takes one made shot to get a player going. Let's hope that's the case for Tyler Harris. Off to a good start here in the second half. Well, the Bulls' largest lead in this game was five. They lead by two right now. Kaplan's got a size advantage on their little point guard. Backs him down. Here comes the double team. He fires into the corner to Keyshawn Bryant. Fires for three. Hits for three. Bryant, the lefty triple. Deep in the corner of the Bulls. That's their largest lead. Three minutes gone in this entertaining second half. Bulls are shooting 48% from the floor. Bounce pass inside to Johnson. Drop step. Kicks it back out on the perimeter. Goins gets it back to Harris. Shot clock is at six. Keyshawn Bryant is right in his jersey. Shot clock is at two. Does he recognize it? It's at one. He does not recognize it. They're going to count the bucket, and they're going to take a look at this. Boy, that was late. Started off the second half up 37-30, but again, a key sequence I mentioned on Twitter that basically up six, five minutes down in the second half, and just could not corral a rebound, a three-point play on the other side, and the other team is back in the game. He goes at Russell Chiwa. Drop step. They rip at it. It's loose. Picked up by Simo. Into the corner it goes to Russell. Catch and shoot three. Too strong. Tipped out and controlled by the Red Hawks. Here's Harris. He'll float one from 15. It's good. And a foul after the shot. And a potential three-point play. Well, that was a disaster for the Bulls. A um, couple of shots that went out. Simo have possession of the ball. They end up making the shot and getting fouled. A long lull of offensive woes heightened by both teams being in the bonus very early and the Bulls not making enough free throws. Then, with Keyshawn Bryant leading the way, the game got really exciting real fast. This was amazing. Here come the Bulls on a three-on-three. In the corner goes to Conwell. Baseline move. Kicks in the corner. Harris open for three. Let's it fly. Too strong. Put back by Keyshawn Bryant. He came flying on a section 302 and flushed it with two hands. That was an NBA move. What a big bucket, 49-47. Into the corner it goes. Larson to answer for three. Good for Southeast Missouri State. And they retake the lead, 50-49 with 4.44 left. Russell Chiwa on the perimeter. Back and forth we go. Keyshawn Bryant drives it right into the paint. Off the window and in. Bryant is trying to take this thing over. Right now he is taking it over. He's leading. Bulls now switching. Four on the shot clock. He's going to launch. And that's around the rim and in. It's a two foot on the line, 53-51 Simo. Simo's hit five of their last seven. Bryant steps back. He's going to launch a three from the corner. That's wow. good! He's unconscious! Keyshawn Bryant's got 17. Keyshawn Bryant is capturing the hearts of this England center crowd. Harris to answer. Three ball at the other end. 56-54, they have answered right back. All of a sudden, this game has become unhinged. There would have been no way to do this, but if you could have just had that three-minute sequence over the entirety of the game, 
there'd be a sellout for the next home game. It was that exciting. But as you heard, Simo kept making threes. And this key sequence, Bulls with a chance to tie on one end, should have, and then another dagger three. So Russell Chu on the high post, a couple dribbles. Now off to Selt Miguel. In the corner goes to Harris. Back to the top to Jameer Chaplin. Stops on a dime, passes to Miguel. Off the window, missed him. Layup and rebounded by the Redhawks. Miguel had a layup and he short-armed short it. 120 to go. Redhawks by two. Wow. You got what you wanted there. Off to Conwell. He was open, didn't pull the trigger. He's going to drive it into the paint. Through contact, off the window, and in the true freshman. Wow, that's gutsy. Two-point game with 50 seconds to go. Incredibly gutsy. He almost pulled up for a longer shot, drove in, made it work. Bulled his way into the defense and made it falling off the rim. Just a, a tremendously courageous shot by the freshman. Simo holding it out at midcourt. Oh, long distance three by Russell oh. is good from the logo. That was deep from the logo. That was 32 feet out. 63-58. Yep, that was happening. Looked like the Bulls were going to keep getting chances. Actually, thanks to some missed free throws, they did. Shooting right into that student section and the herd of thunder. Here's Harris with the second free throw. They lead by two, and that one rattles in. 64-61. Plenty of time to get this thing down and get a three off. Jameer Chaplin throws the ball to midcourt. Sam Hines gets it to Ryan Conwell. Fires a three. Good if it goes. Off the oh. rim, no good. And that's it. They got the exact play that they wanted. And he barely grazed the iron off to the right. And Southeast Missouri State has knocked off the USF Bulls 64 to 61. But it was a prayer of a shot for Ryan Conwell, the freshman who really was impressive. So was Keyshawn Bryant, as you heard, 19 points. But again, nine for 19 free throws. Bulls four of 19 on threes. Other team was 10 for 26. And a couple guys you think would be a little bit better just struggled. Tyler Harris was 0 for 8 on threes. One assist, three turnovers. That's your point guard. He'll be better. But Russ Chiwa just did not have a good game. Picked up nine boards, but only three points. Looks a little out of sorts offensively. And some of the guys that you expect to come off the bench and hit threes just wasn't happening. Failure to corral some easy offensive rebounds really hurt the Bulls. Mentioned there was some tennis news. Vanya Klarich, former Bulls standout player, is now back as the new assistant coach for Christina Moros. Head to GoUSFBulls.com. Awesome article by Joey Johnston on that whole situation. And we'll talk to Vanya, I'm sure, at some point soon. And while you're there, check out the story on the men's tennis team picking up nine wins as a squad last weekend at the Bedford Cup event in Tallahassee.